Are you recording? Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you punch a lady in the bar? Well, I was punched by a guy. Oh, you were punched by a man. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. No, so okay, my left eye is pretty red today. It yeah. looks creepy, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool. Is it? Yeah. I know. No, it's called a popped eye vessel. <laughs> Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah, I had it one time. You did? Uh-huh. I think I was yeah. screaming. And then it happened. Were, yeah. Me too. This happened actually for the first time. It was like 12 years ago. And I was in a comedy show yeah. and I was impersonating this legend, <laughs> legend the comic. Do you know uh-huh. Sam Kinson? Of course. Okay. You know, he's a, he he was a white guy who screamed, you know, in Yeah. Asia. Amazing. And I yeah. was I was in pers- I was supposed to impersonate him. Uh-huh. So at the rehearsal, I was like shouting and then it was great but yeah. then the next day was the show you know oh. at sf sketch fest oh then the rehearsal went well but then the next day when i woke up my <laughs> eye was fucking red and i was like what the hell is this yeah and i had no idea so i went to you know oh. see um i think an optometrist mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. time it, it was mm-hmm. in san francisco yeah, and then like they said, oh, it happens like when you shout or sneeze or, or sometimes when you are stressed out, or sometimes when you're pooping. Yeah, right. When you strain. <laughs> so, it, what did it happen to you when you were pooping? I think one time, yeah. Um, I was constipated because I took uh magnesium. You know the you know oh, yeah. like migraines. I get migraines. And uh, somebody told me that if you take magnesium, it helps with migraine. But the magnesium I took was like too high of a dosage. So magnesium can do two things. If you take it for migraine, it can help. But if it's too high of a dosage, it blocks your digestive system and you become constipated for like five days. (laughs) And I I took some kind of laxative and it was like kind of helping, but not helping enough. So I think mm-hmm. I was straining, and then yeah, it did that to my eye. Sorry about that. It's okay. So I'm better now. When you had a constipation, oh. you had that. Mm-hmm. And and thing- and also when I was screaming one time. So twice. Yeah. Yeah, screaming. So did you impersonate someone? No, I think I was yelling at my mom. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shoot! I'm so glad I wasn't there. That would be fucking like a big screaming. Yeah, my mom and I were horrible. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what? Who were you screaming at yesterday? No. So the thing is, this happened on Saturday. Oh, long time ago. No, hold on. Friday night, I didn't do anything. I wasn't. I didn't scream. I didn't strain my body. I just did one. Uh comedy open mic and that's like a regular thing yeah. for me i didn't yeah. scream yeah then, then when i woke up on saturday mm. it happened and oh. um i don't know maybe i sneezed <laughs> don't know what <laughs> then whoa yeah. so this happened almost a week ago yeah today is friday so <gasps> it, yeah right 
So it's, it's lasting a long time. It usually it lasts only like a week, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't I know. Think. It's been a while since I've had it. This but... is really. I think this time it feels like a pretty big. So yeah, it looks like a doozy. I don't. Maybe I was stressed out comedy. I don't know. Oh. But it's like you know, my eye is having a period. Yeah, your eye is menstruating. You should exactly. give it a, give it a it moon cup for seven days. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so are we just just a recording voice, or are we recording this video? <laughs> there is video, but if you don't want to upload video, we don't have to. Oh, you, is that okay? I just thought it was just a voice. So look at, I'm so Wait, messy today. Yeah, I'm sorry. it's okay. No, no, no. We could Hi. just do. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you remember my bit, right? Hey. <laughs> you know when whenever um you go up on stage and you start jiggling your ass, it makes me laugh so hard. I think it's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <clears throat> I have a I have a suggestion. My 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 butt seeking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so funny. I have a suggestion because yeah. this is what I noticed. Like, since I already know that move that you're gonna do, like every any, I notice that when you're on stage, any time you kind of move your body, like as if you're about to do it, I start laughing because I'm like expecting you to, you know, start twerking oh. again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was thinking, if you do that butt shaking off the top right like yeah, open up with it or start yeah and and then throughout your set yeah. every time you're like kind of turning your body as if to do it again it's just funny like it's always oh. funny yeah yeah no listen so okay okay tell me yeah because I, I, i'm just like oh she's gonna start doing that again and and then you don't and it's still funny you know oh, yeah. interesting no, I used to do, I started doing it like in 2018. So it oh, was, it was a long time. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to make my bit more physical because I'm a physical actor, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then it worked. So I started doing it at the beginning of my set. Yeah. And it started working. But yeah. at the time, I wasn't sure how I can, you know, how do you say, like uh, organize everything. Yeah. So then in 2019, I was also doing it. Then then the pandemic happened, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then like, so recently, so yesterday, I I had a gig, then I did a 10-minute set, and then I just put it in the front, like a top of my um, set. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, it was, it was pretty good. They liked yeah. it. Yeah, it's and, weird uh, and yeah. funny. I love but, it. So it's interesting when I try to move, when I move, you think, oh, she's going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, like, because I could see you. This was at the Dow mic. I noticed, yeah. like, like you would, like, lean on the stool a little bit or, like, kind of, like, move your body, like, as if you're uh -huh. about to turn a little bit. And I would start laughing because I'm like, oh, she's going to do it again. But you don't. It's like you're teasing, you know? And right. I was like. And I would just expect you to do the thing again, and it was always funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Great feedback. Oh my god. Yeah. 
But yeah. Uh, yeah, it works, you know. So it is. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Yesterday for ten minutes they were laughing like <laughs> every time I move and every every time I say hey. Yeah, yeah. It's weird and funny. Yeah. I know. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Okay, I'll do that. I'll take yeah. your advice. I yeah. love it. You had a, you have like quite a journey in your life. Like we talked about it the first time I met you, but like uh, really? I want to get through it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. you're, you know, yeah, like you started, you started doing a performance in Japan originally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long、What、time ago. You? you were an actor. What were you doing back then? Yeah, I started out as an actor. Mm-hmm. So I took, you know, acting classes, and I did some stage theater shows, like dramatic acting. Yeah, but I was always kind of weird, funny person. Yeah. So they casted me as kind of like, you know, like a, the head of whorehouse, <laughs> or like some weird person, weird neighbor. You yeah,、know? yeah. So something like that, but.、Uh, Yeah, I was doing like、uh, acting. I thought I was straight actor、oh. at the time. Yeah, but yeah. I was a really funny person throughout my school life.、Mm-hmm. You know, and I was always I, you know, my comedy is clean now. You know, yeah. But when I was like a teenager growing up, I was so dirty. Like <laughs> I was always talking about vagina, penis, and yeah, all the thing like all the thing like professional comedians are doing here in the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did that. So anyway, so I was kind of weird one, and then but acting really didn't click me,、mm. and I did improvisation. It was、mm. a long time ago. There wasn't improvisation in Japan yet,、mm. so they imported this improvisation from, I think it was Australia and Canada,、mm. and then I yeah I was kind of like a company member,、mm. and we were performing all the time, and I. I loved improvisation,、mm. and I thought, "Oh, this is it." Yeah. So that's that's what that's what I yeah. So we were doing it in Tokyo,、uh, you know, every、wow. weekend and wow,、yeah. live shows. Yeah, live shows. It was, it was really fun though. Yeah. It, it But was then in you, 90s. you know how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like、But、the then, late nineties. Yeah. Right, right. But then you moved to Canada after that. No, I moved to San Francisco. You moved to San Francisco. Oh, for some、mm-hmm. reason, I thought you lived in Canada. I I went to Canada in two thousand nineteen to do my one woman show. Oh, I see.、Yeah. So you went、in、straight to San Francisco from Tokyo. Yeah. So what were you doing in San Francisco? <laughs> okay, is this podcast about hey talk about your life? <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So San Francisco. So I, so I thought you know I learned, oh, improvisation actually you know is big in Chicago,、mm-hmm. right? Like it, it started out Chicago and now like improv is everywhere in America. So I thought okay, you know I wanted to. So I was interested in New York, LA, but you know I was so. New to America, so I chose San Francisco because one, I didn't have to have a car,、mm-hmm. and two, because the weather isn't the severe.、Mm. 
you know, like in New York、mm-hmm. winter or summer, summer really hot, like crazy. And, and I don't humid. I, yeah. Yeah. And Tokyo is so hot and humid. So,、mm. why I have to move from humid place to humid place?、Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. So, San Francisco, yeah, I learned English.、Mm-hmm. I went to the cheapest English ESL school in, in town. Okay. So, I learned English. Yeah. San Francisco has a nice little, like, Japan town, too, though. Oh, yeah. They are great. There are but also a lot of Korean、uh, restaurants over there. Oh, yeah. There's a huge、yeah. Asian American community in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So big. So,、um, yeah. yeah, I learned English and I went to college and I started performing、uh, like theater. Oh. I did the clown, clowning, clowning. You took clown school? school? You went to clown school too? No, I didn't go to clown school, but.、Uh, I did two musicals with this、uh, group of people.、Um, it's called that, it's called a Ten Red Hen production or something. Okay. I think she has a different name, but they are from Berkeley. Oh. And I did one Miss Daigon. Oh. You know, like、uh, all Asian actors in. Yeah, the, they all do it. They、yeah. all do Miss Daigon.、Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. was the whore, of course. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So, yeah, I did this. this called, it's called a 99 cent Miss Saigon.、Mm. So, they were so creative people.、Mm-hmm. They were amazing. Like, one of, so it was so fun. Like, we did like all like a low cost theater production in,、yeah. the, in the hallway of、um, middle school in Berkeley. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Holy shit. Yeah. And then the second one was Clown Show because one of the, the lead characters in the,、yeah. the, so、the lead character in the Miss Saigon named Jane Chen is my best friend.、Oh. And she, she was a clown. You know,、oh. She used to do clown. I mean,、yeah. she stood as it. And、uh, so we did all the clown show and she trained me. And it's called Clown Bible. Wow. So it was about Bible. So then. <laughs> And I, I wanted to do comedy, so, you know, but I didn't know how to start in the United States. I don't、right. speak English and improv is、yeah. like, I have no idea what they are talking about. Yeah. So, so I did clown show and then I started making sketch with this Jane. Yeah. Chen. Yeah. And we did work together for one and a half year, a one year. And then I started doing stand up comedy. It was 2009.、Oh. So, in a way, you did go to clown school. It was just through Jane Chen. She was your clown yeah, mentor. Yeah, Jane Chen clown school. Actually,、yeah. she is teaching a voice, like a voice music, like a singing. Oh, wow. In, in LA. So,、wow. hey, she's really good. So, if you are interested in, and it's the, the Jane Chen vocal studio, something <laughs> like that. She's awesome.、Uh, and then she teaches、uh, singing, not clowning. Oh, okay. That's,、so、that's a good plug.、Mm. Yeah. Wow. Americans hate clowns, right? No, I don't think that's、yeah. true. I think it depends. I think、um, people who understand like, what clown is and what clowning is, they have a lot of respect for it. 
and uh, people who don't really know what clowns are, they see the mainstream clown horror yeah. movies and stuff, and they have this association with clown with horror and being frightening, and that's oh. more like mainstream kind of commercial mentality. But me personally, yeah. um, I like I have a huge respect for clowns and clowning because why like oh, because like clowns. Okay, this is how I see it. Like I, I've said this before, but I, this is like a fake hierarchy, just my own mental hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I think sketch and improv, they're at the bottom, right? Because they need audience laughter. They also give laughter to one another. So they, they, they're all like kind of, you know, bunched together and they're safe. And then, mm-hmm. and then it's stand-up comedy because they're alone on stage, a little bit more yeah. f- frightening, but they mm-hmm. need audience laughter. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have clown at the top who are there alone and they don't need an audience. They don't <laughs> they don't no. need anything. They could they just be there. Audience. No, no, they, they don't need, need it. Ultimately they don't need it. Ultimately they're just like, okay, you know, whether you're there or not, like it's like they have a different way of thinking. It's almost crazy. Like I think maybe that's why people are scared of clowns because their logic is like it's always about embracing failure and they're uh-huh. so good at that you know it's like like they've overcome some kind of mental hurdle and uh-huh. they're just so well adjusted to the notion of failure that to me it's like clowns are at the top oh. but yeah what were you saying what were we saying about clowns they need wow. audience you have a great analysis of uh, sketch <laughs> improv stand-up and clowning and clowns it's just don't an opinion clowns. they don't need an audience yeah, that's what I think. They're, so they do clowning in their room. <laughs> yeah. It could be funny, you know, like a uh, in-room clown show or something like a live streaming. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And then nobody watches the live stream. Zero audience. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> sad. Yeah. Sad clown, you know? That's a work of art. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, is it art? Yeah. Or is it like a masterpiece? Miserable. Misery. <laughs> Misery. Maybe. But it's no, still but funny. For me, clown, you know, there are lots of different kinds of clowns. That's true. Mm. For me, like uh, stand up is also clowning, mm-hmm. actually. So yeah. it's like, a, but it's just a. Uh, it's just it's how you say it. But the, when I do clown, like, I, I don't really do it usually because mm. I don't know how to do it. But uh, I do, like, a character. You know, I come out as, a, like, a geisha girl and yeah, do, yeah. like, a teaser. Yeah. And that's a complete clowning. Oh. It's a clowning. I, my clown, when I do that, it's very high status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're – when you – when you were uh, training and clowning, when you were learning about it, and you were developing your clown character, like what was, like what was coming out? I know everybody says, you know, some people are so mad. Some people are, you know, angry, right? Angry yeah. clown. Oh yeah, me, sometimes yeah. Me, I don't think not many things came out. I think mm. once it my big trauma came out. Huh. And, it was scary, but what was it? It was um my uh family problem. Oh, and uh it was it was just a 
they feel no there was this uh, okay this is dark there was one exercise for everyone else right you this is your last day mm. of having a dinner with your mom okay oh it's an imagination okay Whoa. but everybody yeah. did that and then you eat uh, dinner with your mom and have a discussion this is the last time you 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 can see your mother Whoa. then you're gonna walk to somewhere else to see her off oh wow okay. and then you okay. say goodbye holy shit to your own mother yeah and then you come back yeah so when i did that exercise yeah i just started crying yeah like crazy and it yeah. was like a 15 minutes exercise or something <gasps> like that it's intense and everybody did it in their own place and it was like a big giant like a I think warehouse uh, kind of Whoa. rehearsal place. Holy shit. And then some people, everybody was crying. It's Of course. But me, after the exercise, I just couldn't stop crying. I was crying oh. like one hour or something. <gasps> Kept going. I know. So that was... That See, was that's crazy. what I mean. That's what I mean. This is what clown training fucking puts you through they put you through that <laughs> shit you know it it's like so it's like military scary. shit yeah 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 uh, nobody whipped me but yeah it was uh, <laughs> nobody whipped me hey this is your first last night with your ma mom whip whip yeah no but yeah. it's like it's a mental and emotional training that clowning puts you through like i mean yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I guess I or let me ask you this. Like, what what do you find similar about clowning and stand up comedy then? Oh, it's just, a, you know, conversation, right? Conversation uh... with a, a person on the stage and audience. Yeah, it's not like both of them. You, it's really conversation. Yeah. And um, that's one thing. And also, you know, uh, Stand-up com comedians has, you know, there are a lot of different kind of comics. Mm -hmm. But clowning is like, uh, is uh, it's really interesting. It's an art form mm -hmm. of emotionally manipulating your audience. Mm -hmm. That's the clowning. So clowning yeah. sometimes sad, but it's it's at the end it's funny. It is. And then the stand-up is is another, I think, emotional manipulation. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm right mm -hmm. and so i think that's very similar and yeah 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 you you know i'm not talking about you do tv five minutes set it's just mm -hmm. you need to perform right but sure it's really i think that's that's mm -hmm. i think that's very similar i think that's interesting yeah because uh with clowning um the emotional manipulation can go like to a weird standstill you know, like an awkward moment <laughs> and they can stare at you like that, you know, for a yeah. long time. And people are like, what's going on? But with stand-up comedy, you have to keep them laughing. That's your job. Your job is to like come up with like punchline, punchline, tag, tag, tag. Like the emotional manipulation is laughter typically. But with clowns, yeah. you could have these standstill moments of pause <laughs> and yeah. just confront them with some existential reality. That they're like, what's happening? And then later the clown's like, oh, just kidding. And then they'll like move into something different again. 
I love that. It's so it's it's dramatic arts in a way. Yeah. It is. It is. But stand up, you know, when you you know, you you set up, right? You like set up and a punch. That's the, you know, like yes. traditional form. Yes. But basically, when you set up like uh, if you can make big uh, strain, like uh, yeah. tension between you and your audience. Uh-huh. That's and then if punch is really good, yeah. Then that like the people are like scared or you make audience uncomfortable. Or yeah. They see you are so mad or yeah. angry or yeah. whatever. And uh-huh. then that's tension. If you have mm-hmm. when you have tension between mm-hmm. you and the audience, mm-hmm. and that's what clown does also. Mm-hmm. So then, then punch is laughter, so relief, right? Yep. Yep. So I think it's and then when you do stand up, you know, okay, audience is uncomfortable now. Mm-hmm. You know it. You right? feel it. Mm-hmm. You feel it, and then but you know that I know, and then you are evil because you are. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. I know it's so uncomfortable now. I'm gonna give you punch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. You're like a composer. Yeah, you are, you are like a what? How do you say this? Com- composer. Yeah, composer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maestro. Nice. Maestro. Maestro. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I know dope. the word. I know English. Uh-huh. <laughs> I landed in San Francisco at the cheapest ESL <laughs> school. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, when you went to, you say you went to Vancouver to do your one woman show? Yeah, in 2019. Wow. It, it was a uh, Vancouver Fringe Festival. Do you know oh, Fringe Festival? Oh, I, I didn't know Vancouver had a fringe, but that's awesome. Tell me about this. It was a yeah, one woman so, act? Yeah, this is a one woman show called Pretty Beast. Mm. And it's, oh, by the way, I got uh, the best of the fringe in Vancouver. Like it's called a peak, a peak of the fringe. So nice. my show was extended in the bigger room. Oh, <gasps> yeah, it was, it was that must have been amazing. It was, it was cool. So this show was about my autobiographical autobiography. So it's uh-huh. about me and my mom, and also mm. sexism in Japan mm. and also mm-hmm. United States. Mm. So my mom was um she passed away like. 2020 but oh. when i did this show she was still alive and okay uh she was a uh, schizophrenic oh. it's a mental illness that uh-huh. they don't have a they can't tell the difference between reality and delusions mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. so i grew up with her delusions so mm-hmm. it was story about mom being delusional mm-hmm. and uh you know it's difficult for kids to deal with Mm-hmm. And that's how, and then my dad, you know, being like alcoholic, you know. Oh wow! Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in Japan, I mean, he's mm-hmm. still he's a he's still good. He's okay, but you know, he drinks every day and stuff like that. Man. So mm-hmm. I know. And then, um, so so growing up that way, and I became a funny girl, you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know that's what all comedians had. I guess. Yeah. That's the result. So, yeah. So I became loud, uh, funny kid. And and then, then the sexist comes in. Mm. Or society. Oh, you're a girl. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the they shame you. Yeah. Exactly. It's so weird how they shame you. Like, because like being funny is, 
it's for it's an expression of yourself but it's like a very generous sort of expression because you're doing it for somebody else and they're laughing and they're enjoying you and then somebody mm -hmm. comes in and they fucking ruin the party by shaming you and saying you're a you're a girl you're a woman what are you, why are you so loud why are you so weird why do you behave like this and like i remember so many incidents when i was a young girl like of that happening and it you just stays with you oh are all are you kidding me all the time there's a photograph oh, wow. of there's a photograph of me uh -huh. like my dad we were at the zoo or something i was a child my dad took this photograph it was like film camera and uh i was like being like you know like eh, and like making faces and like running and i was all like this and then my dad was like you're being crazy like you have to stop and then he oh, made me God. stand he made me stand still and i had ba i had bangs back then like that like fell over my forehead and he like parted the bangs and he made me fold my hands in front of me and made me stand like this and he took a photo of me like center like this right and uh -huh. the, when the when the photo was developed uh -huh. there it was two two pictures in one photo <laughs> in one photograph mm -hmm. and on the right is me like the the constructed fake one when i'm like standing like this with the bangs uh -huh. parted the one that my dad forced the image and there's uh -huh. another photo of me to the left where i'm like like making a horrible face and like standing like i was like being myself uh -huh. and and this photo comes out and my dad goes you see this like look at you look at you on the left look how terrible that looks and look at you on the right look how it looks so much better and then as an adult I look at this, right? And the one on the right with me with folded hands, that looks crazy. Like that <laughs> looks so violent, you know? Oh. And then the one on the left, when I'm like being like free and like weird and like, yeah. you know, crazy, like that, I look happy and free. You know what I'm right. saying? It's just yeah, so, it's ridiculous how Asian patriarchy makes these stupid decisions that seem so arbitrary like yeah. what a man wants in a woman and what their expectations are and they yeah. impose it on every woman oh yeah so you you have a so why don't you make a gif file with that and before <laughs> after before after yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Before, before parental trauma and after <laughs> <laughs> so i think you are enjoying it you are I don't know if you have ADD or ADHD, but that oh, kind of 100%. Yourself. Me too, right? 100%. So, so I couldn't be still when I was a kid. Impossible. Yeah, so everybody did, did the same thing. Like nobody yeah. put me in a straight jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it's the same thing. They Just wanted to, yeah. Yeah, they touched my arms and stay still. Yep. You know. Or they yell at you or did they hit you in Japan? They used to hit us in Korea. They used so, to beat all the kids. Yeah. I mean, the old girls loved me. Oh except those those mean girls. Oh, like yeah. mean girls always, oh you so weird. You're not a girl. <laughs> Why are you so loud and weird? You know? They are annoying. But I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure their life sucks now. Yeah, <laughs> they're boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the girls liked me, but boys mostly, like, throughout my school life, like, they bullied me. Really? Shut up, you're a girl, oh. shut up. Stop <gasps> saying that nasty thing, you are oh a girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
And because they don't like a girl to be louder than them. And mm-hmm. then they don't like a girl to be funnier than them. Mm-hmm. You know? So I was like dominating classroom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they hated it. Yeah. 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 So it's ridiculous. Had, it's ridiculous. But, so that kind of patriarchy came from other peers, like boys your age. Not even course. authority figures. Holy shit. Oh, also, yeah, teachers, my dad, um. and then adults. <laughs> and then growing up, like, you know, after you grew up, you kind of like a sexy, you know, we are interested in sex, boys, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But then still, like, the guys are like, are you so weird? Like, they go, I thought you are the, you are the perfect girl. But... <laughs> You are too funny. <laughs> and one guy said, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, when they glance at me, you know, yeah. I was so sexy and young. Yeah. And yeah. Then, but then, then they go, oh, my God, I'm going to try this girl, you know. I'm gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when they start talking to me, hey, mm. what's your name? And I go, eh. <laughs> 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 like, fuck my dick. <laughs> my dick <laughs> you know I was 19 or 20 and it was a mini skirt and high heel shoes and it was lots of makeup it was like 30 years old ago in Tokyo holy shit and oh my like, god I'm so scared <laughs> <laughs> so listen so in my country there yeah. is a there is a party like a, a party called Gokon do you know Gokon? Uh-huh. No. Gokon is a uh, where single girls meet single boys. Oh, a mixer. It's, it's like a mixer, but the usually mm. that what happened is uh okay, Grace, you bring your four your friends, four of your friends. Uh, so okay. five girls and I'm gonna bring my four of my boys, I see. guy mm-hmm, friends. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna go to Izakaya or whatever mm-hmm. and do go <clears throat> meeting. They call it meeting in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. then I have never been invited for go. Oh, not because once. Girls, girls loved me, but they don't wanna. They didn't want to be associated <laughs> with someone like me at the Gokon. You know the Gokon at the Gokon. They do everything. They all do like what your dad told you to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is how you yeah. sit. This is how yeah. you talk. Pretend. Yeah. Exactly. Acting like a lady. Yeah. Yeah. Then if yeah. someone like me was there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that would be horrible, right? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Like, yeah. Or or you go, you go to Gokon like this, like, oh, hi, I'm Kazu. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say, I like you, and you start dating, and then you reveal your true self. What up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What up? I was yeah. never invited, but once when I was like thirty years old, yeah. I was invited once. Wow! In the job job situation. Oh wow! And then I dominated the parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all guys hated me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, let me ask you your your current husband. Mm-hmm. He thinks you're very funny, right? He laughs a lot. He's a good audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. that's that's what women like us need. Like, 
the last two guys that I dated, they both mm-hmm. thought I was the funniest person in the world. It, it was That's like, per- it was really great. I loved, I loved dating them because they, uh-huh. they enjoyed me for yeah. being funny and weird. Yeah. And it's like that kind of acceptance is like the best right because it's like that's what we want from our audience anyway right when we get up on stage we want them to laugh and appreciate Mm -hmm. and approve Mm -hmm. and accept us and Mm -hmm. that's what a partnership is too like if they're like oh like when we're being ourselves it's like oh it's it's not gonna work out like thank goodness you know but at least that reaction is there so we know from the beginning like oh yeah this will never work out rather than finding out later you know yeah we're so lucky true. in a way yeah it's so true but i used to date with a guy who liked me so much and he said you're so weird but you're my you know <laughs> we were a very good couple i got was crazy yeah but then he started saying after years you got to be like a woman <gasps> it's, it's it's in my show it's in my pretty beast crazy but, yeah, so it's crazy. crazy. Wait, wait, is Pretty Beast is that an album or do you have it as a special? Oh, I mean, it's a, it's a one woman show, so it's yeah. not, but it's not recorded. But oh, you didn't record it, okay? I have a, I have a video. I have a video. Really? Yeah, mm. and I have three videos, and um, but one video that was so good, like I did this uh, Vancouver in the big theater. Yeah, and this videographer fucked it up, so I only have half of it. So it's oh. it's. But listen, I'm going to do the same show in another in another city in Canada in July. Mm. It's uh, also Fringe Festival. Uh, I think Good. it's called Winnipeg Fringe Festival. Okay, it's, it's middle of nowhere in Canada. Uh-huh. But, okay, but that's why that's you still... can have audience. Yeah. So, I'm going to do it this year and also I'm making a new show and new different one woman show. Yeah, yeah. And uh I'm going to do it in San Francisco in September this year. Oh, you have so many fun things planned. That's exciting. Mm-hmm, yeah. When you okay. go to Winnipeg, are you going to bring a production team to like record it? I hope you do. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to bring anybody from here because it costs yeah but, uh, hire them there. Someone, yeah good there. I good hope please please do it because it sounds it sounds awesome it sounds really great and i would love to it's, see it it's crazy so hold on so when you you grew up in here in united states or i was born in i was born in busan korea and then i moved oh, to awesome. new york when i was five and i grew up in new york oh yeah so you are kind of trained to behave in new york city <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I have a lot of New York in me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so weird. Like, when I do this show, you know, and then lots of young girls come to me, and then they go, yeah, I still have it. And I'm like, really? You still? Like, they are, like, 25, 30 years old. Or sometimes, like, 19 years old women. And they say, I still have it, as in they feel old? No, no. Like they said, they they can relate to my experience. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. So do the society is still doing it to you guys? And then they go, yeah. Yes. And I'm like, really? Yes. 
you think it's do you think it's ever gonna stop that's surprising to me no no it's never gonna stop but it sounds like nowadays you know i don't know i'm not teenager so yeah yeah i have no idea but it's just you know now like you know girls are like all like naked singing in a music video and (laughs) i don't know so it sounds like a situation hasn't changed that much yeah it's never it's never gonna change it's always gonna be there and it always has been there like women being naked and singing they've had that for centuries that's never stopped even before video they've had that you know it's never it's never gonna stop that kind of objectification of women's bodies and sexism you know it's never gonna Mm. stop nowadays it's easier to commercialize you know like there are a lot of people who post their naked bodies on instagram and get a lot of followers through that and call themselves Mm -hmm. a comedian and that's fine you could do that if you want you know but it's a choice right you everybody has a choice that they can make in their lives to express themselves and Mm -hmm. you know that's one thing but objectification of women uh, misogyny sexism that's never ever ever going to end never and never never? oh yeah it's impossible yeah because it's systemic it's structural you know it's like how the system is and um but i think that's fine it doesn't mean that we have to give up and accept it no Mm -hmm. that's not what it means i think it's true that every day it gets a little bit better i also think that yeah like (laughs) like little little changes you know Mm -hmm. and part of that change comes from people who address it like you know Mm. you do it through your art you know Mm. people do it through writing essays or whatever activism Mm. so you make little incremental changes but it it takes a long time for those changes to be implemented widely and systemically that doesn't happen overnight yeah yeah it takes an eternity yeah i thought because my show my show is pretty good (laughs) yeah yeah but uh but I thought maybe it's a already old subject. No. Not at all. Se- sexism will never be old. It will always be relevant. <laughs> always. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Record it. Record it. Turn it into a an album or a special and release it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, release it's it. Because it's yes. Really, it's a performance. Really. Yeah sell it sell it on amazon or some shit i don't know fucking figure it out you know you can monetize oh my God. From it. okay can you be my producer then? <laughs> no no please, i don't want to do that please. <laughs> please, find. so find someone <laughs> no no ask your ask your husband agent manager ask him. <laughs> <laughs> no he's, he's not my agent it's a joke but he is a magician <laughs> Yeah, ask your ask your husband to work some magic and turn it into a, a special that you can sell. I'm okay. sure he could do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I do this at the end of all of my uh, podcast episodes, so okay. I'm gonna ask you some flashcard questions. So this is improv. You just improvise what you would do if you were this person in this situation. Okay, very simple. Okay. Okay. All right. The show I'm gonna cover is called Hotel Del Luna. Came out three years ago it's currently on netflix it's also on vicky and uh okay so let's say you're a young man okay your name is ku chan sung and you're 20 years old you went to harvard very mm-hmm. smart man okay mm-hmm. you're smart you're capable you have a bright future ahead you move mm-hmm. back to korea to attend your father's funeral because he just died 
And after your father's funeral, you got a job as an assistant manager at a very famous big hotel in Seoul. But somebody kidnaps you, takes you away. And you end up at some different hotel called Hotel Del Luna. And it's nice, but the hotel is full of ghosts. There are ghosts everywhere. The hotel is full of ghosts. And a woman named Manwal. What, Manwal? Her name is Manwal. Manwal. She's the owner of the hotel. And she explains that when you were very young, your father made a deal with her. That in exchange for his life, he will send his 20-year-old son to Hotel Del Luna to work for her. What do you do? What do you mean in exchange? Like like 20 years ago, your dad was about to die. And the ghost Manuel said, okay, fine. Like, I'll let you live. But when your son turns 20, you have to send him to me. And now now you're the son and you're 20 years old. And... You have to go work for the ghost hotel. <laughs> what do you do? So I need to work with ghosts. In the yeah. Hotel. yeah. Well, I would tell, listen, I went to Harvard. Yeah. I don't have to take this. Because <laughs> I went to Harvard, you know. Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then I can still get out. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would commit suicide then. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, because I have this bright future. I went to Harvard, and my dad yeah. just passed, and now I'm captured in this hotel like a ghost with a bunch of ghosts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's your job now. So you would just kill yourself and become a ghost at the hotel, too. Exactly. Oh, sad. <laughs> okay. okay. Good. Is that is that good? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just insist that you went to Harvard and that you will not put up with the shit. Okay. I like that. No. Yeah. No. That's how most Harvard people respond to things. I think. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. It, it becomes an excuse for everything. It's like I can't do this. I went to Harvard. I will no, not. Listen. Some people, not everybody, but people who went to this prestigious school. Yeah. Like my orthodontist before in San Francisco. <laughs> every time I visit her, every yeah. three weeks, or no, two weeks, she goes, she talks fast, like a very successful Asian American. <laughs> hey, Lumi, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then everything she says, oh, yeah, I went to Harvard. When I went to Harvard, oh, I know him. He went to Harvard. I'm like, stop it, bitch. Like, yeah, like Harvard, Harvard. Uh, yeah these asians they turn their kids into annoying animals by talking about harvard so much that the kid goes to harvard and then that's all they could ever fucking talk about it becomes a disease yeah they should categorize it as a disease the harvard disease the one where you can't stop talking about harvard i know it's just annoying you know. but but at least she went to harvard imagine if she did not go to harvard and she always <laughs> talked about harvard that's called liar or maybe she's delusional you know she has a condition it's funny, it's funny. i think maybe it's hilarious should I make on a character that i i believe that i went to harvard yeah called no, harvard. harvard 
when I was Harvard, and then my friends say, "No, no, you didn't go to Harvard. You went to community college." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, but I hung out with a lot of Harvard students, and I went to their campus every day, and I wear their Harvard clothes all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. yeah. You went to you went to Harvard's gift shop. Gift shop every day. You went to Harvard gift shop every day. <laughs> Yeah. No, you worked at the gift shop. That's what you did. Yeah, you were their employee because you wanted the fifteen percent discount, and you bought the whole store. Yeah. <laughs> you decorated your whole room. I love this character. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna make it. I love it. Okay. okay. Let's say now. Let's say you're uh the same boy, Kuchan Sung. Okay. Oh, same guy. Okay. Same. Same. Same guy. There is a series of unexplained deaths happening all around you. All these people are dying around you, and their ghosts keep saying the same person is like this guy. This guy did it. This man. His name is Chiwon, and you know this man. You and Chiwon went to Harvard together. <laughs> <laughs> he killed seven people, but he's also an he's also a police officer now. And he's very good at covering up the deaths, and nobody believes you when you try to explain that he's the killer, and that all the dead people's ghosts have been telling you that he's the killer. What do you do? Well, this is a very difficult question, though. But I would tell all the ghosts that uh, Chiwan, that yeah. the, oh Chiwan went Harvard. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so he went to Harvard, so so he can get away. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. I don't know what I would do. Hmm. Yeah. Harvard, but he went to Harvard. <laughs> Again, that's yeah. He went to Harvard. It's okay. Yeah. He went to Harvard. Yeah. You yeah. can people at Harvard get to kill at least ten people, and yeah. be innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Be innocent. Yeah. I like that. Very good. Yeah. All right, last question. Okay, ghost let's say you're. Ghost? Yeah, yeah. Same, yeah, same right. show. Yeah. Okay. You're Manuel now. You're that lady who owns the hotel. Okay. Oh, you.、Uh, okay, okay. I'm、yeah. a, I'm a ghost, right? You're, you're, yeah. You're like a ghost, basically. Yeah.、Okay. You're like neither dead nor living. You're in between state.、Okay. Yeah. You've been alive for thirteen hundred years. Okay. You, you, you have not been able to die. For thirteen hundred years, and this hotel, all right, is your curse. You're the owner of this hotel, but it's like you're a slave to it. You have to help all these ghosts move on to the afterlife through this hotel, and you're working. But you wanted to die for thirteen hundred years. You're like, this is bullshit. I don't want to fucking live this way, right?、Mm -hmm. Now, finally, a deity comes and says, "You've paid your dues." And you can die, and you can have peace in the afterlife. Now you can move on now, but the problem、mm. is, you're in love with this Kuchansung guy now. You guys are in love. No,、yeah. okay. Yeah. So what do you do? Well, because I this is, he's my first boyfriend I've ever had, <laughs> and I like his sex, and and I love him because、uh, he went to Harvard. And then,、uh, so I, you know, I would like to negotiate with this guy. Can you、yeah. make my boyfriend? Yeah. 
to be like oh, me. Shit. I'm so sorry. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Can you make I'm your so boyfriend like me? Like me. Like someone who is be- in the between death and life. Oh, so that yeah. I can be with him forever. Yeah. Because he Turn- went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make his Harvard existence forever. <laughs> yeah, I would negotiate, but yeah, uh, uh, or mm-hmm. hmm, I don't know. Should I kill him? <laughs> and then we can be dead together. Yeah, and... that's also a solution. Yeah, but he would say, "No, I don't want to die. I went to Harvard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a bright future ahead of me. <laughs> in this ghost hotel yeah because i'm a harvard graduate okay yeah. i love it very good that's okay. the end of the flashcard questions thank you okay thank you yeah this was a really fun chat i appreciate oh, you doing thank it, you, Grace. it yeah was fun. yeah i hope your eye gets better yeah i know